Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to episode 230 of the Newtown Big Dreams podcast. Today is June the 16th, 2021. It is 1.30 in the afternoon here on the West Coast. Today I'm with Lindsay Freed. She is in Avondale Estates, Georgia. And Lindsay is a very interesting person. She runs a company called Simply Admissions. She started this company at the age of 25. Lindsay is an independent educational consultant. Now, if you've got um, teenagers in the house, or if you remember back to when you were a teenager, the process of applying to college or university can be incredibly complex, especially if you live in the United States, where there are hundreds and hundreds, probably thousands of great colleges, and it's really hard to figure out what do you want to take, what do you qualify for, what are the admission standards for each uh, school, how much is it going to cost to attend school, to live there, and what scholarships are available. It can be a really overwhelming task for uh, parents and students. So what Lindsay does is she helps to match you with the correct school. She helps you through the application process, and she helps you locate scholarships that uh, can help you and also helps you with your budget. So not everybody is wealthy and can afford any school. So Lindsay really helps you to um, match up the right school with you and your goals for academics. So really interesting uh, brief conversation with Lindsay Freed. Uh, let's welcome her to the show right after this. Welcome to the Newtown Big Dreams Podcast, an interview-style talk show that's your gateway to the fabulous and fascinating people who relocated to start a new life. Whether you're new to our podcast or your city, our fellow neighbors from across Canada, North America, and the entire English-speaking world share their stories of reaching new horizons and big dreams. So sit back and relax as we navigate in-depth and intimate conversations with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, executives, creatives, and anyone who can share their story about their new town, Big Dreams. And now, here's your host, Luke J. Menkes. So, Lindsay Freed, coming to us from just outside of Atlanta, Georgia. How are you today? Good. How are you, Luke? I'm great. So, tell us about Atlanta. Uh, have you always lived there, or did you move there at some point? I have not always lived in Atlanta. I'm originally from New York City. Um, I grew up mainly about 45 minutes out of Manhattan. Um, mm -hmm. I went down south for college. I went to the University of Miami in Miami, Florida. Lived there for seven years. Loved it for college, but was ready for a change after, you know, a few years after graduation. And honestly, I fell in love with Atlanta on a random vacation and <laughs> decided to make the plunge and move here in 2016. So um, wow. I'm now I'm now I'm now an AT alien, as they say. But it's only been five five years or so. Five years. So, um, what is the situation with the COVID lockdowns in your part of the world? So I would say you know what's interesting is 
in Atlanta, we just started getting rid of our masks once we, you know, once enough people got vaccinated. It's very, very recent. Um, but I think in other, you know, I was going upstate north, uh, like to the mountains or whatnot in Georgia um, a few months ago, and people are already starting to get rid of their masks. But we are finally getting rid of them now in Georgia when, and I'm vaccinated and happy, <laughs> happy to get that mask off. That's for sure. <laughs> awesome. So things feel like they're getting back to normal. In yes, Georgia. exactly. Awesome. Good stuff. So you are an independent educational consultant. Tell us what that is. It's basically a fancy word for uh, a private college counselor. So I work with a small handful of kids from across the country um, and help them figure out where they're going to apply to college and, and assist with those applications, answer any questions they have. Okay. So tell us a little bit about that. Tell us about um, how a student can simplify the college admissions process. Because I remember way back when I did it, and it was pretty confusing. Yes. So how do we simplify that? So the first thing I would say is um, look. If you're, if, you're, if you're overwhelmed, look for an educational consultant. I know that we sort of get the... The people have the idea that we're crazy expensive and things like that, but I think that you would find that we're more affordable than you might think. And we have a lot, I know that I at least have a lot of materials that help simplify the process and make it easier for you, for you, um, no matter what you want to pay, basically. Um, in general, though, I would say how I help simplify the process is break it down into extremely different pieces, extremely small pieces. So okay. we're not just talking about where you're, you know, applications and financial aid and everything else. It's very small pieces. Like what do you want in a college experience? And then we build upon it, mm. upon it. And everyone can really do that. You can really break it instead of being overwhelmed by the college process because it is so overwhelming. Try to be like, try to think about what your first step should be. Where are you in the process and where do you want, want to go? Okay. Um, I remember it was like super expensive and it depended on which school you went to. There's like community, uh, like local colleges and of course Ivy League at the top and everything in between. Um, I'm guessing it's probably worth it to hire a consultant considering how much money people are going to spend. And this uh, in some ways is going to shape the rest of their lives. Can you tell us a little bit about what your fees are like yeah so um we we have everything from a subscription based plan that starts at 90 at 20 dollars a month uh, for like underclassmen and 90 dollars a month for upperclassmen um okay and then we have hourly packages that you could do uh pre sort of prepaid and that brings the hour the the hourly rate down to 90 and then we have um comprehensive packages uh, starting at $200 a month. So it really, it really, no matter what you, what you need, no matter what you need from us and what you can afford, we try to meet you where we're at. We also offer sliding scale payment plans and things like that. We're trying to meet you where you're at for sure. Okay. And you can help uh, students get into, with the admissions process for any school. Correct. So I, I don't want to say I can help them get into it because I don't. I cannot guarantee right. admissions, you know, or financial aid for 
for anyone. But uh, yes, yeah. work last year, our kids got into 118 different schools in 30 states, wow. five countries, and received 8.2 million in merit aid. So they are literally across the world and you know, whether they're majoring in pre-med or business or engineering or something in the arts where they had to put together a portfolio, we were, we were definitely able to help them go where they needed to go. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, you said merit aid, is that, uh, what we know as scholarship? Yes, exactly. So, exactly. So it's, it's money that you do not have to pay back. Um, mm -hmm. and it's based on the student's accomplishments. It's not taking in, family income into account at all. Okay. So um, depending on the school they want to go to, there's different awards given to different students for different things. We know about sports scholarships and so on. Yep. So you'll help them to locate those and to apply for those. Yes, exactly. So um, what we'll talk about, basically what we'll talk about in one of our first meetings is, do you have a net price in mind? So there's sticker prices that the colleges give out, and sometimes the colleges definitely stick on that sticker price. <laughs> they, they're not budging. But most colleges, um, if we're talking about numbers, it's a far majority of colleges, offer some type of scholarship. So the, the sticker price is not going to be the net price for, for most kids. So we'll say, okay, what, what do you want your net price to be per year? And thinking about the student's um, grades, test scores, background, we could put together um, a, a guesstimate of, of schools that it, it should be around that number net. Exactly. I see. So a person could look at uh, how much they can afford and then you can decide which colleges to apply for. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Do most, most of your clients want to move out of state or most of them right within their locale? It really depends. That's a great question. Um, it really depends. I work with kids in 13 different states and I, w I don't even mm -hmm. think, you know, it's that Georgia kids want to stay in a state or, you know, New York kids want to stay in a state. It really, really depends on, on the student, which I think makes sense. So um, that's why out of the 118 schools that my kids uh, were admitted to last year, I visited most of them. Um, and that's why I'm so not, I, I work so hard to be knowledgeable for colleges across, across the country and across the world, because I, no matter where a kid wants to go, I want to be able to have knowledge about the schools in that area. Do you meet with school administrators as well? Sometimes, yes. Not administrators, but admission. Usually, it's admissions counselors and admissions. Their faculty. Okay. Um, okay. I'm part of a bunch of different professional organizations, and several of them, um, admissions counselors are also a part of, as are school counselors at different high schools. So, I just finished up a conference where. Um, there were admissions counselors presenting and I've been to different um, counselor fly-ins where um, I'm meeting with the, the administrators, but usually it's faculty and, and things like that. Okay. So how can parents support our kids as they're applying for college? It sounds counterintuitive, but I, and it depends on the student too, right? Because everyone, mm -hmm. everyone works differently, but I would say for most parents, making it the kids process is usually the best way to move forward um i think that the college admissions process is a great time for the the students to sort of take the initiative and really 
really work on time management and things like that because when they're in college their parents aren't going to be there to make sure they're getting you know an essay in on time so this is a good a good um sort of transition when I'm the one following up with them about about deadlines and expecting certain things with them you know before they're they're completely on their on their own but I think besides that just supporting them with with their goals and and being supportive which because um, this this can be an overwhelming time, so just making sure you're you're keeping the stress down, no matter how that how that may work for this specific student. For sure. So um, we've got three teenage girls in this house. Uh, mm-hmm. What should we be telling them to do in order to be successful during the admissions process? So the biggest thing, well, first of all, you have your hands full, so good for you. Yes. <laughs> um, the biggest thing I would say is is grades. I think that you know, obviously, we we I, I work with kids with the highest GPAs that should not really exist, and the lowest GPAs that you know the kids are ready to go to college, but had some had some struggles academically along the way. Mm-hmm. So we can work with what there's a college out there for everyone, um, but you have. The, if you have higher grades, it makes it a lot easier. You have more choices in front of you. So I think not forgetting the long game and that grades are important is the biggest thing. But also I think that high school is a fantastic time to figure out what you're interested in. There's, you know, if you're interested in going into business, there's so many, you can start your own business. I had a couple kids create their own businesses during COVID, which I loved, or you can, um, you can, you know, take business uh, or participate in business clubs like DECA or FBLA or whatever it may be, um, things like that. And that that way also, you know, I have some kids that went sort of the healthcare track in high school that their school has a, a defined healthcare track and realized halfway through they hated it. And that's really helpful right. because they're not going to college for pre-med now. So that's helpful too. So just, I would say the grades and using the time you have to explore your interests are my top two recommendations. Right. You mentioned uh, starting businesses. Do uh, things like that help with an application? So that's a tricky question because does it does it help to specifically start a business? Not not specifically. However, it. However, if a if a student is looking to apply to a business program or an entrepreneurship program and they're showing that they not only say that they're interested, but they're showing their interest through their extracurriculars, that is helpful. But there's so many different ways to do that. I think that it's a little easier for my kids to write, you know, supplemental essay questions that talk about why are you interested in this major? If they've had that experience behind them, sure. So like in some ways it is easier, but in terms of admissions itself, it's not really going to move the needle dramatically. Right. And like you said too, um, a person could try something and realize they hate it and they don't want to do that. So it's helpful for kids to do different things and decide Hey, I really love this. I want to pursue this or, you know what, this isn't, this isn't right for me. So what are some uh, college prep best practices besides studying all the time? Yeah. Um, In in terms of test taking strategies or study prep strategies or just getting ready for, for college in general? I would say college in general. Starting early um, is my number one recommendation, I'd say. So 
I work with some ninth and 10th graders. I don't think it's it's necessary to really start with me in ninth or 10th grade, but I do think it's a, it's very helpful for families to work with an educational consultant or just do college prep on their own starting in junior year because you have a lot more time to get the necessary things done. So um, for instance, for, for my kids, I usually suggest that they work junior year. The two biggest things they work on junior year is getting their testing done if they want to take testing. The Georgia is requiring test scores, but luckily a lot of other schools are not. So if they need to get that done, they can. Um, and then start thinking about your college list. So the goal is for the, for most juniors to more or less have a rough college list um, so that they can sort of, but by the end of junior year, so they can define that over the summer. And then August 1st, when most applications open, they're, they're, that makes them ready to jump right into the applications instead of having to do that um, that prep you know, all in, in senior year. Sure. Is there any way to avoid going into debt when you go to college, unless you have rich parents? Thousand percent. There's a way to go to avoid going into debt. Okay. I, my goal is, um, to, to, for my kids not to have to take out loans and I'm, it depends on the situation of course, but more often than not, I'm very successful with that. Um, mm-hmm. That's why I'm so transparent with the families about what is your budget, because that allows us to figure out what the best steps are. Um, I think you would be surprised about how how low um, we can get. You know, we can get that net price with scholarships if you're open to various different schools, especially that makes it a lot a lot easier. Um, but for some families, depending on their budget, it makes the most sense to start with community college and then transfer in. Which is, you know, I think some people don't want that option, and it's not the right option for everyone because you are getting a transition socially and whatnot. But you can save yeah. so much money by doing that, and it gives you time to really figure out where you want your where you want your degree from and at the end of the day no one's they're just you're just going to get the diploma with your final four-year university no one you know your employers are not going to know that you went to community college if you don't want them to right okay so does it sometimes make sense to take on some debt to go to college very 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 rarely very rarely okay I would say um, there are exceptions. The biggest exceptions I would say are if you're going into sort of a guaranteed money-making, you know, position, um, like some air, like um, the the path to become a pilot is extremely expensive because you have to pay for your flying time as well. That is one of the few times that I say it makes sense to go into debt um, because you know you're. I mean there's very high job placement in that industry and in those programs and things like that. Um, and some other STEM related careers, but very rarely does it make sense to go into, into a a significant amount of debt. Okay. How has the, um, admissions process changed since COVID? It's interesting because it's changed a lot and in some ways and changed not, not at all in other ways. Um, okay. I would say the biggest thing is is the testing component since because COVID sort of forced so many schools to go test optional last year a large number are are, are realized that they don't need test scores to to go to choose a, a class um, and are continuing that and there's some schools like the University of California system that are completely test blind which I love as well so I'd say that's the biggest thing um, the, the change in testing policies 
But I think that the I think that the structure of college admissions has not changed at all. Okay. All right. Um, so you are a certified Myers-Briggs p- practitioner. Yes. Tell our listeners what that is, first of all. I've got a couple of questions about it. So basically Myers-Briggs type indicator is a personality test. Um, the concept being that there's four different facets that every, everyone's personality is made up as. So how I use it specifically for my kids is as a career and major exploration tool. So we'll go through the official assessment. I'll give the, I'll walk them through the report. We'll make sure it's the correct. They agree with the, the findings, which no one ever has not agreed, but it, it can happen. Um, and then we'll talk about majors and careers that complement their interests. So we're not going to put an introvert in a very extroverted position and things like that. I see. The biggest message that I want to send out there is if you need help in the college admissions process, because it is confusing, um, feel free to reach out. Don't feel don't feel like educational consultants are, you know, out of your reach financially. I think you would be surprised about whether it's me or someone else, how how many of us are willing to work with you. Okay, you've got a great uh, website, Lindsay. It's simply admissions.com. Tell us what we can find at your website. Yes. So on my website, you can find, um, I, have a, I have a series of blog posts that are helpful on their own, whether you're thinking about Common App uh, activities or trying to figure out what demonstrated interest is, that is all there. Um, and then I also have a subscription. So if you are interested in, in signing up for subscription, you can see what that entails, what the pricing is, and, and go from there. Um, and then you can also sign up with... Um, for a complimentary consultation or a meeting with either myself, my other admissions counselor, Alexandra, or our career coach, Anne. That's all there, and along with our backgrounds and bios. Excellent. Well, that was fantastic, Lindsay, and uh, I'm sure a lot of our audience, they have kids getting ready to go to school, to college, and uh, even some young people listen to this podcast, too. So uh, we're definitely going to connect you with those people. It's a very interesting topic, and I want to thank you for your time. Thanks, Luke. I appreciate you having me. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Newtown Big Dreams podcast with your host, Luke Menkes, and his authentic guests. And we love our listeners and hope you subscribe now to learn more about the amazing journeys of our incredible guests who relocated to find a new town, big dreams. And remember, make your dreams big.